Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. You know, I'm about 30 seconds behind. I really intended to sign on about a minute, 30 seconds more uh, earlier than I did. And believe it or not, I got caught up reading my book. And I was reading the section I wrote on homosexuality. And I got engrossed in it, to tell you the truth. You know, it's, a, it's and forgive me, folks, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because it takes a lot of work writing, rewriting, editing, writing, rewriting, editing. When you can finally read something and say, I wouldn't change a thing, Phew. that's when you know you're there, as opposed to, well, wait a minute, why, did, why is that sentence there? That sentence should be here. Wait. But I was reading the section on uh, part six on homosexuality and its assault on American values. And I'll tell you, folks, uh, it is my prayer. I've said this before. I did not write this book to make money. Uh, obviously, I hope that the book takes care of my publisher and, and that my publisher makes money off of it. And I'm sure it would be great if I made money off of it. I'll pour that money right back into, into the cause of trying to save this country. But that wasn't why I wrote the book. I wrote the book hoping that it would impact Americans all across this country. And what I say in this book, nobody else is saying. I mean, nobody else is saying it. Um, I didn't intend to do this, but let me, let me just give you just a, a, a quick example of what I mean. Uh, let's see. And I, I don't, it's probably not good form to be reading to people, but... Um, Here's what I say, for example. Now, who, have you heard anybody else say this? Not Donald Trump, not, um, um, well, none of the candidates who, are, who have announced so far uh, have been willing to say what, uh, what I'm saying here. Say, collective approval does not alter the nature of evil. The homosexual movement and the sexual revolution it has inspired are evil. It undermines the moral values of our society and corrupts our children. It is rebellion against Almighty God and a curse on this nation. As one who loves this country, I cannot be silent while this vile sexual sin eats away at the foundation of our civilization. Nowhere is this more evident than in the push for same-sex marriage. Marriage between one man and one woman as God intended it is one of the bedrock principles of our nation in any successful culture. Yet the homosexual community has changed that definition as a result of the very loud and persistent work by Hollywood and other leftist political activists. Marriage is no longer a sacred covenant. LGBTQ individuals are no longer seen as lost souls in need of help. They are now victims of oppression. This movement's underlying principle says the Bible is a lie and Christians are religious fanatics who use our faith to discriminate against so-called quote unquote gay people. The left refuses to acknowledge the truth that Judeo-Christian morality existed thousands of years before there was an LGBTQ movement and the biblical view of marriage was not invented to irritate them. We believe that marriage is the gift of God and he, not human beings, defined it from the beginning. Now, and that's, that's, that's not even the most shall we say, bold, and in your face comments I make in that section. 
See, I just believe this with all my heart. We are not dealing with a bunch of individuals who simply want to live their lives, leave you alone and be left alone. We're dealing with a, with a movement that wants to fundamentally transform the nature of the society and force you to accept it. And if you don't accept it, punish you for it. Now, I, I, I started that. And by the way, let me just get this out of the way now. Um, my book, Sweet Land of Liberty, Reflections of a Patriot Descended from Slaves. Again, you can get a 15% discount at faithfultext.com, faithfultext.com. And uh, you can also get it at my website, standamerica.us, standamerica. In fact, you can get it at ewjacksonforamerica.com as well. But at standamerica.us, if you sign up as a Patriot partner for a minimum of 25 bucks a month or a, 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 an annual gift of $300, we will send you a signed numbered copy of the book. I just signed number 50 last night. I signed number 50. So the next one I sign will be number 51. Um, I, I was led to, 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 to see, review what I'd written about that because certain states are now taking steps. And see, this is all growing out of this whole homosexual movement. This now, this transgender stuff of mutilating children and cutting off their genitalia and cutting off girls' breasts and, and, and giving them hormones to block puberty. And in other words, to interfere with their natural, normal human development. This all grows out of the same homosexual movement. See, I, I said this, wow, 40 years ago that, oh, oh, no, 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 we just want equal treatment. We just want to be treated. Yeah, no, that's not what it was about. That was never what it was about. Because if you are an American citizen, you have constitutional rights. You don't need a special set of rights as a homosexual or transgender. You just don't. If you got a job, do it. If you've got a, a workplace, operate in that workplace in a way that is consistent with the values of that workplace. Everybody, that, people, we don't all have to change everything to accommodate some freak who wants to look like he's half man, half woman, woman today, man tomorrow, rainbow colors or whatever. I, we, we don't all have to just kind of bow down. Okay, well, yeah, whatever you say. I mean, that's insane. And that's fundamentally different from discriminating against someone on the basis of the color of their skin. Those are two different things. And of course, the homosexual movement has very strategically conflated the two. But I was looking at some stories this morning about these states. Tennessee, now Kentucky, is going after this whole thing of so-called gender-affirming care, which is really nothing but a euphemism for mutilating kids. That's what it boils down to, mutilating children, abusing them emotionally, psychologically, and then ultimately physically, and, and frankly, ultimately sexually. That's what this is ultimately all about. This is all about creating children who are primed and indoctrinated to accept whatever sexual agenda the homosexual movement and their cohorts have in mind for these kids because they want the whole society available to them.
Now, do you doubt me on that? Well, then think back on when the first gay rights bills got started. And everybody, oh, no, this is it. We do, oh, no, it's just, it's just about equal rights. Oh, no, no, no. And now look at where we are now. We got kindergartners being shown pornographic material, and we're all lectured about how, well, we're trying to, we don't, we lack compassion. Van Jones criticized these states for taking action, and he, he said something about, I think it was referring specifically to DeSantis as well, but he said they're trying to prove that they're more effective persecutors than Donald Trump. Well, first of all, <clears throat> as far as I can tell, Donald Trump doesn't seem to really have a problem with this whole LGBTQ movement. I mean, kind of. I mean, he did have a big log cabin thing down at Mar-a-Lago, and they're a bunch of, of homosexuals who claim to be Republicans. But as far as I'm concerned, once you give your imprimatur to that, then you basically open the floodgates. What's the next step? And once you recognize these as an organized group of people, as opposed to you're an individual, you'll be treated with the dignity and respect that an individual should be accorded. But don't bring your whole movement in here and tell me I've got to bow down to it because that's not happening. And frankly, I don't think there's any presidential candidate who wants to take them on because they have so insinuated themselves into so many aspects of society. They're so poisoned the minds of so many people that here again, if you say, well, I, I believe that marriage is a union between one man and one woman, that's an extreme position now. After thousands of years of human history, completely redefining marriage, if you don't go along with this definition by these elites, you're the extremist, not them, you. I mean, it's, 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 it's Alice in Wonderland stuff. It's bizarre. It, it is, it is, um, who was the, I think there wasn't there a, a character that was sort of the reverse of Superman um, and opposite in every way, something like that. It's bizarro world. That's what it is. Bizarro world. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but anyway, I was looking at these stories. Kentucky is following Tennessee. As you know, Tennessee has banned um, the mutilation of children, of minors. And by the way, you know, this is something else I'm learning. Do you know what's driving a lot of this opposition to these operations, hormone treatment, cutting kids up? It's adults who had this done to them as children, now looking back, realizing they were misled, they were manipulated, they were abused, and they're angry about it. And they're saying, you can't do these things to children. Because when they become adults, they may have a different perspective and look back in regret on what was done to them, but they can't reverse it. You cut off the genitalia of a kid, you're not reversing that. You cut off the breasts of a girl, you're not reversing that. This is madness. And Van Jones says, well, because you don't show any empathy and compassion for these people and, and what they're dealing with. Yes, that's precisely what we're showing. I'm showing it by saying, leave these kids alone and let them live their lives. Help them emotionally, psychologically, in whatever way you need to, but you don't make decisions about having these children's bodies mutilated 
that's something they will have to do as adults, and then they will have to live with the consequences of that. You don't do that to them as children and then have them grow up and realize, I wish I hadn't done that. Well, it's too late. And then what are they thinking? Well, why didn't the adults stop me? Why didn't the adults, why weren't the adults adults and, 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 and help me to understand you should not be making decisions that will change the course of your entire life when you're still a minor, because even science acknowledges that the brains of minors have not fully developed, let alone their moral and spiritual character. Even their physiology is not fully developed. You're going to let them make these life-altering decisions of cutting off parts of their bodies and injecting them with hormones. I mean, this is, it's, again, it is madness. And so I wanted to see what I had written about it and then got engrossed in reading about it. Um, Kentucky is now joining Tennessee in looking into banning these child sex change um, treatments, what, what the left euphemistically calls gender-affirming care, which is, again, another lie. It's like reproductive rights. Because abortion is not a reproductive right. Abortion is an anti-reproductive action. And this is not gender-affirming care. This is gender-changing care. Not affirming, it's changing. Because you're ignoring what you see, which is the physiology and the biology of an individual, and you're going on what you can't see, which is what they say are their feelings, and now you're going to alter their body to meet their feelings. And what about what happens when their feelings change? Yeah, well, when their feelings change, they're up the creek without a paddle and without some other stuff as well. No, it's compassion to say, time out. Put the brakes on. No, you're not doing that to our children. You're not doing this to this child. When that child becomes an adult, they can do what they want to do. But you're not altering that child's physiology on the basis of feelings in a person that is clearly too immature to drink, too immature in some cases to drive, too immature to get a tattoo, and a host of other things that they can't do because they're not adults. But you're going you're gonna to cut off parts of their body because that's what they, they say they want. I mean, it's just, that's extreme. See, but the only reason why it doesn't get labeled as extreme is because the mainstream media are just as perverse as the people who are doing this. They're part of that movement. They're part of the perversion. They're part of what Daniel Patrick Moynihan called defining deviancy down. In other words, nothing's deviant. Anything though, except normality. Normality is deviant and extremist, but everything else is, is great. <coughs> uh, the Attorney General of Indiana is also looking into following um, Tennessee and now Kentucky, and some other states are looking at this too. I wish my state of Virginia would. Uh, I, I would expect that Texas would. I know Florida, I believe, either has or is going to. 
I think every state in the country, I don't care what the, what the uh, political affiliation or political predominance of the state is, whether it's what we call blue or red, every state in the country ought to ban this stuff and say you're not doing that to kids, period. It's, it's child abuse. So the Indiana Attorney General is now looking into it and looking into how they're doing this affirming care. And I guarantee you, folks, it's been admitted by some. Um, in fact, I had a story about this. Let me see if I can put my hands on it. But it's been, by, it's been admitted by some. There is big money in this. Big money. And that's what they're going after. Because what was said, I don't, I don't see the story in front of me. It might be in this Tennessee story. But what, what, was, what was discovered, the discussions they were having behind the scenes is, well, this, this is big money because not only for the, for the hormones, for the operation, but they have to have ongoing care. See, this is a never-ending process. Once you go through something like this, you don't just walk away. Oh, now you start your life afresh and new. No. You have to be treated for the rest of your life. Because basically what you're doing is trying to alter your natural, biological, genetic, physiological characteristics and development. Well, your body is going to try to keep going back to what it was meant to be. And in order for that not to happen, you've got to have ongoing treatment. And that means ongoing money. And if you can get the government to do this stuff, and then you can brainwash kids into believing that this is what they should have, you open up a whole new market. You know, I'm a capitalist, and I believe in capitalism, but it's not perfect. And it needs to be reined in. And this is one of those cases where it needs to be reined in. Because what is happening is they're making money, just like with abortion, on the shed blood of children, on the backs of innocent kids. Let's see if I can find that, uh, that quote where they were, oh yeah, here we go, here we go. During a lecture at Vanderbilt University in 2018, Dr. Shane Taylor explained how she convinced Nashville to get into the gender, the gender transition game she said, because it's a, quote, big moneymaker, especially because the surgery requires lots of follow-ups. That's how she convinced Vanderbilt to get involved. Money, a lot of money to be made. What, what, who, who cares what happens to the children? Who cares what they go through? You think this... The data is showing that this doesn't reduce the likelihood of some kid who's got gender dysphoria committing suicide. It enhances it. Because anytime you go and you start cutting and chopping and, and mutilating people, particularly in early stages of their lives, they're already confused about their identity and you don't know what kind of turns and twists their personalities and their attitudes and their values are gonna take as they get older, and then sooner or later, maybe they come face to face with the fact that they made the worst decision of their lives and it's irreversible. What do they do then? Well, you know what the choice for many of them is? They kill themselves.
I mean, this stuff is civilizational suicide. And it's got to stop. And we've got to have leaders who are not afraid to step out front and say these things because I will believe I, with all my heart, I don't care what the polls say, with all my heart, I believe the overwhelming majority of the American people agree with what I'm saying right now. But you know what? Boy, there's a price to pay for saying it. I mean, I'm independent. I've got my own nonprofit. I've got my own church. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, an entrepreneur. But for people who work at a corporation, who work for the government, who work for one of these institutions bought into all this, you, you say the things I'm saying right now. You'd be out of a job like that. Or you let people find out that your business is associated with the values I'm espousing. They would, they would, they would come against your business like a tidal wave to try to destroy your business. As I've said before, I said in my book, this is evil. Because again, you know that there are people, that a homosexual who's trying to do whatever they do, wants to, to quote unquote get married, which they can't. And uh, even when they, they think they're married, they're not. Because see, if you're not married in the sight of God, you're not married. And you can't be a man and a man married in the sight of God. That just won't work. And they say, well, it doesn't matter. Well, maybe it doesn't to them. I'm telling you what the reality is, though. I mean, they may be legally married. I can't deny that. If the law says that's a marriage, then legally it is. But spiritually and morally, it is not and never will be. What it is is an abomination. It is an unnatural thing in the sight of God. Now, see, some people say, well, well you, you can't say these kinds of things running for president. Well, why not? Somebody better say it. Or they're going to drag us into the abyss with them. Somebody better put a stop to it. And somebody better give the American people the courage to say, look, it is okay for you to express your disagreement with this. And that is not hatred. You have a right to your view. And what they, when they say you're, it's hateful, it's, to, it's not because they don't know what's in your heart. Only you and God know. But they say it to shut you up. That's the point. And they say it to marginalize you. And they say it to make others want to shun you or fire you or not do business with you and not have any association with you. That's why they label you a hater and a bigot. It's not, they don't care whether it's true or not. They're trying to dominate the culture in order to dominate the culture. I said, you can't have indoctrination without censorship. So you've got to indoctrinate people, but you've also got to shut up the people who will come against the indoctrination because now you've got people thinking, oh, well, wait a minute. Let me stop and think about this. I see there's more than one side to this issue. They don't want that. There's only one side. The other side must be destroyed. That's the way communists and fascists think. And that's what these people are. They don't, some of them are too stupid to know it, but they really behave like communists and fascists. So you never hear me say, 
I don't want them to have an op- the, the right to say the things that they say. Now, when it comes to children, that's a different matter because children, I believe, should be shielded from this garbage. And, of course, we as a society acknowledge that. It's only with this homosexual stuff that that seems to have broken down because, of course, they're oppressed and all this, all this nonsense. But if somebody just walked and said, hey, I want to go share some pornography with kids, you, most people say, over my dead body. But under the guise of this is, oh, this is transgender and homosexual and, and you know, this, is, this is good stuff. We're trying to, uh, this is gender affirming. Oh, okay, well, well that, then you can show the pornography to the kids. That's different. I mean, it's, it's just a game. It's, it's a shell game, you know? Oh, no, it's not. Well, see, no, it's not under this bad stuff that, uh, uh, of, of showing kids pornography. That we know, that's... That's grooming and pedophilia. Oh, no, no, no. This is, this is the good stuff of showing kids uh, pornography and the, because, because we're doing this with, a, with an exalted motive. It's the same filth. It's the same depravity. It's the same degeneracy. They've just figured out a way to put a nice package around it. Wrap it up in a nice rainbow package. But it's got the same poison pill inside it. So we've got to, we have got to come against this stuff. And I'm glad to see that there are states rising up and saying, no, you will not do this to our children, period. States are, are rising up and banning abortion in their states. And that means, and, and some of them are working hard to ban the abortion pill as well. Because it doesn't matter whether you get an abortion in a clinic or you take one of these wicked pills if it's outlawed, it's outlawed. You can't do it in that state. And I hope every state will ultimately outlaw. Well, as you all know, I, this is an aside. I haven't been talking primarily about abortion. But I really believe we need a constitutional amendment that defines life as beginning at conception. And then, that's, and then the, the debate is over. It's over. I mean, people are still going to do what they want to do. They can break the law and all that. But, but as to what that is in a woman's womb, that's, that's a person. That's a life, and you can't kill it willy-nilly in order to advance whatever you think your, your life agenda is. Family, folks. This, this, this is what this ultimately goes to. What is a family? A family is life-affirming. A man and a woman, a husband and a wife, a father and a mother, reproducing themselves. Recreating life, if you will. And then bringing those children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And those children go on and they find husbands and wives and they procreate. That's how the species has replicated itself. And anything else won't work. My goodness gracious, I think it was Immanuel Kant who said, you can examine the morality of something by universalizing it and say, well, what if everybody did this? Well, if the whole world practiced homosexuality, how long would it last? Another generation would be over. I mean, without some sort of weird, bizarre, you know, uh, intervention of some, of some kind to, to try to somehow generate kids. But, but if you just, just practiced 
homosexuality, if that became the norm that people practice, the whole population of the world would end in about a generation. Now just think about that for a second. And what was the first commandment that God gave to, to Adam and Eve? Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. You can't do that with homosexuality. It is the antithesis of that. And you can't do that by chopping off boys' genitalia and chopping off girls' breasts and injecting kids with hormones. It fails, it fails the Kantian test, and it certainly fails the biblical test, and it fails the natural test, the common sense test. And yet, I'm, I'm the extremist for pointing this out. They're not extremists for taking some nasty photograph of two men performing some kind of homosexual acts on each other and showing those to kids. Oh, no, no, that, that's, that's great. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're forward-looking. They're progressive. Oh, but this Bishop Jackson, he's horrible. He, he objects to that. So does God. And yes, I represent him. His word condemns it, and therefore I condemn it. But it's not me they better be concerned about. Don't fear man who can destroy the body, but fear God who can destroy both body and soul in hell. And that's exactly what they're going to face if they don't repent and stop this madness. So I just want to share that with you. And folks, uh, just before I go, let me remind you, tomorrow I will be at Indian Trail, First Baptist Church at Indian Trail. Uh, if you're in the area, come on by. Please visit our website, ewjacksonforamerica.com. Check it out. Give me your suggestions, your ideas. Um, you can buy our T-shirts. We've, we've got a few items there we're going to be adding to that. I'm going to be partnering with my son who does a podcast called Liberty Cast and my daughter-in-law who's got a, a really a Second Amendment business called Carrie Girl, which she makes all kinds of wonderful uh, paraphernalia for uh, carrying and for uh, messages and clothing. and it's, it's, a, it's a whole line of stuff, but you'll learn more about it as we go on called Carrie Girl. Uh, so we're, we're going to expand, continue to expand the effort here. Um, and uh, I, I, it is my prayer, just like with my book, my prayer that E.W. Jackson for America will help save this country. I don't have any kind of messianic complex, folks. I know there's no way in the world I can do it alone. It's going to take all of us, millions of us, standing up for God, for our beloved country, in order to see this nation turned around and see us come back to our common sense and, and our and, and sanity and uh, Judeo-Christian values and principles. It's going to take all of us working together to do that. But we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. If I believed that the situation was hopeless, I'd go do something else. I don't believe it's hopeless. I believe we're going to win. It's not a matter of if or whether. It's only a matter of when. So I'll see you at Indian Trail if you're in the area. Then I'll be at, uh, at uh, Karis College with Andrew Walmick for their men's conference on Friday. I'll see you there if you're in that area. And I'll see you back here 
uh, again, live tomorrow morning and at 1 p.m. today, live on The Awakening on American Family Radio. Until then, folks, stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.